welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm Jeff Lee, editor of Cargo Facts, and it's Friday the 20th of October. With just a handful of days to go until Cargo Facts Symposium, and this week I checked in with a few of our speakers to get their quick thoughts on their respective areas of expertise as a sneak peek of what's to come next week. First, Global Crossing Airlines Chairman and Chief Executive Ed Weagle, who will be joining me in a fireside chat. Hey Ed, thanks for joining me. And of course, we've got uh, Cargofax Symposium next week, uh, and you are one of our fireside chats. Um, thanks again for that. Uh, as a preview um, of next week, um, just very briefly, tell me what your view um, is of, of the current uh, freighter market, both domestically and internationally as you uh, undertake your expansion. Well, thanks, Jeff, for having me next week. I look forward to our fireside chat. We're in a very interesting environment now with a sort of difference between narrow body freighters and wide body freighters. We focus on the narrow body side with the A321 freighter and we see strong demand. Uh, we see demand coming back also on the wide body side, but that's caused somewhat of a disruption uh, in the market. Uh, so we're Cautiously working through that, uh, but we're very bullish on the narrow body market and we've got a lot of airplanes coming. Uh, so we feel pretty good about our position and and, and the future. Mm -hmm. You do have a lot of airplanes. Um, for now, though, you have um, three A321 freighters. Um, now, what does it feel like? First of all, to be a uh, one of the you know an early adopter of the A321, and certainly you are the only uh, operator of that type in the Americas right now. Yeah, we uh, we made the decision early on, uh, even well before we were certified, that the A321 freighter was going to be a real thing, and uh, we moved quickly to tie up some of these uh, aircraft in, in LOIs and and leases. Uh, so we, uh, you know, we feel good about our position with the airplane. Um, and yes, we are the first operator in the Americas. Uh, we actually have two A321 freighters operating into Tel Aviv today uh, to bring 50 tons of supplies uh, for the Israeli people. So uh, I think we are the only U.S. cargo airline operating into Tel Aviv right now. And the 321 freighter actually makes that possible. So. Uh, we're very bullish on the airplane. We're very bullish on our prospects and our positioning in the in the Americas uh, with the aircraft. Right. Well, uh, yeah. Congratulations and uh, well done on that. Um, so, as we uh, you know quickly approach next week, what uh, what are some of the things you're looking forward to uh, for Cargofax Symposium? Well, Cargofax is a great uh, symposium conference for us because we get to see all the leasing companies uh, of freighters all in one place. We get updates on the uh, the cargo market and the and the freighter market and cargo demand across the world. Uh, so that gives us a great uh, update, and uh, it's an opportunity to see a lot of people in a very short period of time, and hopefully get some transactions done. So, Cargo Facts continues to be uh, high on our list of priorities for uh, for our outreach to the community, and uh, and we look forward to, to seeing everyone next week. Yeah, good to hear that. And uh, we look forward to seeing you as well. And uh, we look forward to uh, diving into some of these uh, in a bit more detail. So, uh, but for now, thanks, Ed, and we'll uh, see you next week. We'll see you in San Diego. Thank you, Jeff.
Next, I spoke to Miles Guller, Chief Business Officer of Reliable Robotics. Hey, Miles, thanks for taking um, some time out of your busy schedule. Uh, and uh, as we look forward to um, CFS next week, tell us um, what are you excited about presenting um, to attendees at, at our event? Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to the event. It's 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 always been uh, both a great event professionally and then just socially a lot of fun seeing so many people in the industry. Um, Reliable Robotics is is working on systems that that automate aircraft and allow them to be remotely operated. Um, uh, and it is very clear to us that the the market that's going to adopt this technology first at real scale is uh, going to be the the cargo market uh, starting with small uh, freighter aircraft but over time uh, taking that same technology to large aircraft that that carry the bulk of goods today um, there is no better event to to see you know the leaders in that space than cfs so it's a it's a great opportunity for us to explain what we've been doing at Reliable over the last year and and uh, and get more feedback from the market in terms of exactly what type of solutions they need. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, well, yeah. Speaking of uh, you know the progress you've made in the past year, just just how much progress have you made, and how encouraged are you by not only the development that Reliable has made, but uh, generally the, this flight automation technology. Um, what's, how encouraged are you by the progress this year? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the, I think everyone in the industry understands that what really um, is the, uh, uh, the, the pacing item and the, and the real hurdle for advanced automation in aviation is certification. It's the regulator being able to um, validate that these systems are safe, not only the systems on the aircraft, but how you integrate them into the airspace. Um, we at Reliable saw a huge milestone this year with the FAA um, formally accepting our certification plan, uh, described as our project-specific certification plan. Um, that means that they have uh, accepted the certification basis and the means of compliance for our, uh, our automation system. And that's not just a, a huge milestone for us, but it's, it's a demonstration that the regulators are engaged in this process and that they are working with industry to certify this type of technology. Mm -hmm. Right, that's a good point. Um, well, thank you. And, and we look forward to hearing about this uh, in much more detail um, during your presentation next week. Um, so thanks again, and uh, look forward to seeing you in San Diego. Super, I look forward to it. I also caught up with Empire Airlines Chairman and CEO, Tim Combrick. Tim, What's your quick take on the regional and turboprop freighter segment today? You know, it's been it's been interesting. I think um, we we saw as as you know we both um, our, our operations are somewhat different, but we both fly for integrators and and um, mine being FedEx primarily, and we watched um, 
during the pandemic, FedEx fly everything they get their hands on and everything we could get in the air. Um, and then, of course, there's a lot of what I call trimming going on right now as the market kind of kind of normalizes. And um, but I think on the on the regional side, what we're seeing is the demand for our services with our customers still strong. Um, it may be shifting a little bit, and it's definitely affected, uh, at least from member Empire standpoint, by the lack of uh, of uh, uh, critical labor, pilots and mechanics. So it limits some of the things I could I could be doing for them, um, because I I may not be able to crew all of it or maintain all of it. So it's had a serious negative impact, but I'm seeing that I kind of feel that there may become more and more emphasis on the regional sized aircraft as they try to right size some of the markets out there. So, Right. And speaking of aircraft, what other major changes do you see coming to this market um, apart from the new ATRs and Sky Couriers? I mean, you never know what our customer may want, but I see no indications that they aren't happy with the three gauges of airplanes they have. We will see the ATR-42s will be phasing out of the fleet, replaced either with the new 72s or, quite frankly, in many cases with with a sky courier. Um, And we've already started to do that. Uh, My Santa Barbara run was a 42 forever and now it's operated by two sky carriers um and but as far as a new type of airplane that will do what these will do i mean fedex has obviously got a long-term commitment to all three of these airplane types um they um uh, they uh even at 208 which is the oldest probably the oldest airplanes in the fleet um they uh, the the programs they've gone through as far as um for lack of a better word, uh, uh, zero timing the airplanes out and ensuring that uh, they've got technology that will carry them in the future. FedEx has spent the money on it. Yeah, well, we shall see. Um, thank you, Tim. That was Tim Combrick, Chairman and CEO of Empire Airlines. Thanks as well to Ed Weagle, Chairman and CEO of Global Crossing Airlines and Reliable Robotics Chief Business Officer, Miles Gunner. We look forward to seeing everyone in San Diego next week. And that's it for today. For more multimedia coverage like this, search CargoFax Connect on iTunes and Spotify and visit CargoFax.com. Thank you very much for tuning in and join us again next time. 